The Big Rap Show podcast is kindly sponsored by G1 Reads. They are the champion's choice, with many bands around the world playing G1 products, including two-time world champions in Vararian District. So check out G1Reads.com as they keep the lights on here at the Big Rap Show podcast. Well, hello there, everyone, and welcome to another Big Rab Show podcast. <laughs> yeah, another week has rolled round, and I'm dead excited to get into this week's podcast, actually. We've got quite a few pretty cool stories to bring in, possibly some of the best news that we've ever had in the piping world in a long time broke this past week, and we're going to talk all about it on this week's podcast. I'm so excited, so excited for the... Oh, right. Calm down, Rab. Yes, be prepared. I am extremely over-caffeinated and very excited for this incoming few weeks. It's going to be very interesting in the bagpiping world. And yes, I'm sure you guys will join us each and every week like you always do. And if this is your first Big Rab Show podcast, then where have you been? We've been doing this for quite a while. Yeah, we've been doing well over 180-odd episodes now. So yeah, we are the show for the bagpiping folk. If it's got bagpipes in it, around it, or near it at all, then we are the show for you. Reflecting everything in the bagpiping world, be it competitive piping and drumming, uh, which is our bread and butter, or of course everything from the Celtic and folk music scene as well. That's exactly what we're all about. And as yeah, I'm still kind of surprised people keep discovering us. I'm going, oh wow, I didn't know you guys had a podcast. What? Yes, we've been doing podcasting now for years. Well, it seems like years. Uh, So, yeah, welcome. (laughs) Now, don't forget, like every other podcast out there, we have ways and means for you guys to help support us. And a lot of you guys actually are jumping on board our Patreon at the moment. There's a lot of new supporters over there on Patreon. So, thank you to everyone who's becoming part of the Patreon faithful You guys are awesome! You really are. And every click of support, honestly, means the world to us here in the Rab Show team as we work tirelessly to try and continue churning out the piping goodness each and every week. We have a live radio show over there on Fuse. We have a weekly podcast, plus all the stuff we're doing on our YouTube channel. And as a way of saying thank you to each supporter, we have a ton of extra content over there on Patreon. Exclusive interviews, videos, performances... All stuff, episodes of Rab Show Plus, plus we have catch-up episodes of our live show every week. It's all on Patreon. If you want all that extra stuff, then five bucks a month. It really helps support us, and you guys get a whole ton of piping content in return. There you are. So yeah, you can check us out on Patreon. Also, don't forget our ongoing promotions with the Piper's Dojo. I think I mention them each and every week, uh, but for good reason, because they are really good. Uh, We have the tuning package still available. You can go and check that out. Uh, It's called Tune Your Pipes Like a World Champion. Uh, Yeah, it's like a four or five video part series, which we're giving away completely for free. And yeah, take advantage of it. Honestly, like I said in a few previous podcasts, I do use it quite regularly now in my own piping now that I'm learning and having to tune this thing on my own I'm looking at sitting in the pipe case and just laughing at me yeah that course has been invaluable so yeah well go and check it out bigrabshow.com forward slash dojo plus we have our ongoing promotion of dojo premium for just one dollar sign up free and you get 30 days worth of premium 
you know, take it for a spin, take it for a test drive, and I dare say your plan will improve within those 30 days, and the investment of $1 will be well worth it. There you are. BigRapShow.com forward slash dojo. Okay, with the start of each and every episode, we always have our loving feature, which is listener mail. Now, this past week, actually, last week, we had none. We had absolutely zero, nothing on the listener mail front. And this week is kind of similar, but not totally. Uh, You guys really jumped on board uh, something, uh, yeah, on last week's podcast. Stuff that Rab got wrong. Boom, boom. Yep, this is hashtag stuff that Rab got wrong. And, uh, yeah, you guys were very, very keen to point it out. A lot of people got in contact with me saying, uh, Rab, you're a numpty. Uh, yeah, I am a bit of a numpty. It was a huge mistake, and my apologies to everyone involved. Yeah, I was talking about the new lead tipper of Turrifan District, moving from Highland Granite, of course, being Scott Brander. He moved from Highland Granite Pipe Band to Turrifan District, and I think I had mentioned... Uh, that Scott was the lead tipper of Highland Granite. And that was wrong. Stuff that Rab got wrong. So, yeah, a load of people got in contact with me. I'll just read a couple of the messages we got here. Uh, First of all, from Bradley. He says, Morning, Rab. I know you're a busy man, so I'll keep it short. Thanks for the show and keep up the good work, etc., etc. You can tell he was getting to the point. Uh, We have something for stuff that Rab got wrong. Stuff Brander, who was moved from the Highland Granite to Turrifan District, was not the lead tip. That's still Scott Nevin. <laughs> Scott Brander is this, was the stand-in bass drummer last year for Highland Granite, just whenever they formed. Now get back to your bagpipes. Cheers, Brad. No bother at all, Brad. Thank you, mate. And we also got one in here from Angela as well. She said, hi, Rab. It's maybe already been brought to your attention. And by this stage, Angela, yes, it had quite a lot of times. Uh, but your latest podcast, you referred to the need, new lead tipper of Turf as being Scott Brander, which is true. But he wasn't the lead drummer of Highland Granite. That was Scott Niven, as a lot of people are now pointing out. Yeah, so I now have totally egg on my face. This is stuff that Rab got wrong. Uh, big time. <laughs> he and the rest of the band are very much in situ. Scott Brander was a member of the drum corps and played bass with Highland Granite. And, yeah, obviously, under the band are still going, and they're now in the process of hopefully getting a new bass drummer put together. So, yeah. And to summarise the rest of it, basically, is that I got it blatantly wrong, and that Scott Brander was not the lead tipper of Highland Granite. So, hey, it was my stupid mistake. It was stuff that rap got wrong. And a lot of you guys were very quick to point it out. So, thank you, everyone. Yes, believe it or not, I do like getting corrected whenever I do get stuff wrong like this. And uh, so, yeah, thank you for correcting that. So, yeah, Highland Granite still in a very healthy position with a lead tipper in tow, Scott Nevin. And yes, apologies to any difficulties that I may have caused during last week's broadcast that hopefully this will fix it. And yeah, if anyone is interested, I think, in taking up the bass drumming role, I think they are still attempting to fill that role, I think, as far as I'm aware. But um, yeah, of course... You can get in contact with the band. There you are. The Highland Granite on social media. There you are. So I hope that allays all of your fears and uh, takes care of the stuff that Rab got wrong. (laughs) But we did get an awful lot of messages about that. So, yeah, to everyone who sent us in emails and voicemails and all that sort of stuff, uh, a lot of you didn't want to be read on the podcast, so that's fine. But thank you for letting us know that this is stuff that Rab got wrong. Okay, moving on to another email. This one coming from Aaron. Aaron, he says, Hey, Rab. 
I hope it's not too late to get some listener mail for this week. No, it's not, mate. You got it in just in time. There you are. He said he had some thoughts about last week's episode. Are face shields and PPE going to be the new Glengarry? <laughs> I don't know. You know, it has become quite almost the norm here, especially in the UK. Everyone's wearing face masks. And even on occasion, those face shields. If anything, I think the face shields are very popular uh, with store workers and things like that. You know, uh, people who are in contact with the public on a regular basis, people working in the local, the spa, the Tesco, the Centra, whatever. You know, they're all wearing these face shields now. So, yeah, who knows? Could they become the new Glengarry? Uh, I don't know. Can you blow a set of pipes with a face shield on and all that? Difficult to know. I don't know. He goes on to say, would the snare, mid and bass section, I don't know, I always thought the bass section and mid section were the same thing. Anyway, that's controversial. Uh, would the snare and bass section only have to wear face shields and PPE if competitions were to make a comeback? Why just this, the drummers? That's interesting. I don't know. Why not protect the pipers? He goes on to say, secondly, regarding the circle formation, would there be any way to enlarge the competition circle to distance everyone in the band? Well, yeah, they were talking about this, actually. Um, I think in that online conference that we spoke about in last week's podcast, I think John he actually did mention this about having to distance players further apart in band circles. So they're looking at formations, and the concert formation is one of them, where distancing of players is easily accomplished, and the circle maybe not so much. So, mm, yeah, it's a difficult one. Uh, so, yeah, he'd also said here, let me see, I also started to think that maybe in the center of the circle where the bass drummer is, bands could put their lead tipper six feet apart on one side, then the pipe major on the other. But then again, limiting the number of people in the pipe core or the band altogether would work too. Yeah, they talked about limiting numbers. As for placing your lead tipper and your pipe major in the center of the circle, I'm not really sure that would work. Uh, the circle is a traditional thing. Um, we've been doing it in pipe bands since the early 20s. Uh, 1920s, that is, not 2020. <laughs> but yeah, for goodness, the past 100 years, we've been competing in circles. And so this is the traditional medium. And that's why whenever we spoke about it, that whenever people were polled on the MSR and the medley, a lot of people seen the MSR as being the traditional side of it, and they wished it to stay in the circle formation. So... Yeah, I don't know if, you know, moving your pipe major and, you know, lead tipper to the center would work. Uh, also, yeah, the re- reduction of numbers has been suggested. And actually, a lot of bands out there seem to be kind of favoring this now, which is quite an interesting uh, development. You know, the restriction on numbers has been something we've been talking about for a long time on the show. But now it seems that that would have actual real health and safety benefits as well in light of COVID-19. So... Who knows? Who knows? He goes on to say, uh, but then again, limiting the number of people in the band core and the pipe core and drum core would maybe help overall. My thoughts are probably incoherent ramblings, but I thought I'd give my two cents. Also, I'm deeply saddened to hearing that beer tents may be on their way out and replaced with socially distant beer gardens. Take care. Aaron. Yes, beer gardens may well become a thing of the future. Yeah, especially for our competitions, our major season especially. And, um, you know, I th- honestly, I think beer tents, this is just my own brutal opinion. You guys can take it for what it's worth. Beer tents and all of that are the least of our concerns at the moment. 
our biggest concern is actually getting people back on the grass and doing it safely. Not just for the band's men and women, but also for the spectators. You know, the band's people could probably go in there to a competition circle, be suitably protected and be distant from their fellow players. That's fine. But us as spectators as well, packing into an arena and standing like sardines at the grade one ring. You know what that arena can be like sometimes, especially at majors. You are literally standing shoulder to shoulder with people with no room to move. Will that be a, com- a complete thing of the past? I could probably put money on it that yes, it will be. And how are they going to you know, open the doors to spectators and keep everyone safe and yet have everyone see the bands that, that they want to see? Uh, I just don't know. It's an incredibly difficult puzzle to solve. But yeah, beer tents aside, although that is kind of negative that beer tents are gone and we're going to lose that atmosphere... Well, they haven't said they're gone, but they probably will have to go, I'm sure. Uh, but, yeah, with beer gardens instead of beer tents, honestly, I think a small fish whenever we consider we're trying to get people back in the competition circle again. And time is passing us by at the moment, and keeping people active in the piping scene is proving to be quite a challenge. Uh, but we've had a little bit of a shot in the arm this week, and things are kind of looking up for the piping world this last while. So, mm, let's get on to some actual piping news. Now, first of all, I have to start with some quite sad news. In fact, yeah, just today, on recording this podcast on July 29th, uh, we've read about the passing of Tom Johnson. You guys obviously would know him as Tucker. Now, Tucker Johnson was a drummer from Northern Ireland, and he played in some of the top flight bands around the world, including Field Marshal, Lothian and Borders, and of course, famously, British Caledonian Airways with the late Alec Duthard. He was an engineer by trade, and he was the loving, uh, well, he yeah, he started out pipe dreams, reed making business, which he absolutely loved, and they were the makers of easy drone reeds, and they're probably one of the most used reeds in bands today if anything i was just playing a set of them not too long ago yeah on my practice session before i hit record so yeah the business pipe dreams who make easy drone reeds was founded uh by, by tucker johnson and uh it's just absolutely heartbreaking you know for all of the johnson family <sighs> yeah he was a devoted humble family man and he was married to a renowned piper and sinclair of course, and their son was Finley Johnson, who we all know is quite famous in the bagpiping world, playing at the events such as Glenfiddich and being extremely competitive and successful at all of these events. He was also recently announced as the head of piping in the National Piping Centre in Glasgow. Tom passed after a short illness, and from all of us here on the Big Rab Show team, we want to send our sincere condolences to all of the Johnson family and to everyone who knew Tom and to all of his friends and family. And yeah, this is a huge loss for the bagpiping world. Uh, such an incredible guy. I actually met him a few times. And I think that's one of the things that really came across whenever I was reading some of the tributes today about Tucker. Is that, uh, you know, he always had time for everyone. I always remember him shouting over to me. And he says, hey, boy, are you filming the day? I said, yeah. <laughs> Don't be filming me. It's okay. <laughs> You know, always had time for you, always managed to say hello, and always full of crack. And uh, he'll be very sadly missed by all of us in the bagpiping world. Such a such a giant figure, I think, in the piping world. And such a gentleman. 
and will be very sorely missed. So to Finley, to his wife Anne, and to everyone in the family uh, of the Johnsons, we really want to pass on our sincerest condolences. It will be sadly missed by all of us. There you are. Okay, I think I have to move on to the next bit of piping news. And yes, it does seem to be all doom and gloom at the moment with some real kind of depressing news, but I really want to give some positive. I know, even during these times of lockdown and COVID-19 scariness, I want to throw some positivity out there. So, let's get into some actual positive news. I have to give a shout this week to Harris Piping. Harris Piping have actually been really quite busy this last while. Graham Harris, of course, of the Harris Kilt Company and of Harris Piping, uh, he's actually releasing a series of tutor books. Yeah, Volume 1, 2 and 3, the Harris Tutor Book, is available on Amazon. I just wanted to give that a plug. And plus, they're running a little bit of a competition on their Facebook page as well. If you want to win a copy of all three, Volume 1, 2 and 3, you can go along, check out Harris Piping on social media. And yeah, who knows, you could take part in their draw and you could win. Yeah, a copy of the book. Also, I have to give a mention to Harris Piping as well because they are now become the uh, UK distributor for Sanitone. Now, what's Sanitone, you might think? Now, I did have to do a little bit of research into what Sanitone is. You basically buy it in bottles of 100ml and they're about 15 quid a bottle and you think to yourself, ooh, that's a bit steep. But for what you get, this is like a sanitizer. But you don't use it on your hands. It's not hand sanitizer that we're used to. This is stuff that you use to sanitize your instrument. These are specifically designed to be used on musical instruments. And within five seconds, apparently, of applying this, your instrument is completely sanitary. So, yeah, very, very interesting product. And, yeah, that has been (laughs) proven, or apparently, is excellently effective just to read the press relief, release against uh, COVID-19. There you are, on all other bugs and all nastiness. So for those of us out there who should be looking after our hygiene and stuff, especially in our, our instrument, making sure it's dried out properly and kept clean and all the rest, perhaps an investment in such a product called Sanitone could be well worth it. Apparently it's made and produced in Australia, uh, but yeah, Harris Piping actually have the, the contract now for selling it here in the UK. So for more information, you could check out harrispiping.com and you could possibly pick yourself up a wee bottle of this. You know, might be worth investing in when we're all trying to keep sanitary and all of this kind of madness that's going on at the moment. Now, speaking of Facebook giveaways, I have to give a shout out to our giveaway winner on The Big Rab Show. Yes, we give away a free signed copy of Kyle Warren's brand new book, Eat Sleep Pipe Repeat, uh, which, shameless plug, is out on the 1st of August, by the way. Uh, So yeah, depending on when you're listening to this, it might already be out. But yeah, shout out to Ray Spangler. Go on, Ray, you legend. Yeah, Ray managed to lift himself a free signed copy of Eat Sleep Pipe Repeat, and that's in the mail right now, on its way to Ray. Uh, So thank you to everyone who took part in the giveaway, Uh, but if you didn't win a copy, you can now go pre-order it, or order it now, depending on when you're listening. Uh, You can go to kylewarrenbagpipes.com, and Eat Sleep Pipe Repeat is available there to purchase. Now, it's also available from all good pipe band distributors. I think you can get it from Scott Curry... Uh, I think there's there's a bunch of other different websites and stores and things that keep the book in stock. Uh, I'm going to start offending people by not mentioning them. Uh, But yeah, definitely 
go and check it out. Just have a look at the Eat Sleep Pipe Repeat book. It is a real cracker. I'm sure you've heard the previous interview we had with Kyle on the show uh, where we chat all about it. Plus, you can read our review of the book as well. Andrew Shilladay actually read a, 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 written a whole review of the book. I'm getting tongue-tied now. Um, but, yeah, honestly, it's well worth picking up. And, uh, Ray, I'm sure you will enjoy that book, my friend. Yeah, there you are. So, KyleWarrenBagpipes.com to go and get your copy now. Alrighty. Okay, now I have to give a shout to Cameron Barnes. Go on, Cammy. Yeah, Cameron Barnes, we've had him here on the show before, uh, the Rab Show podcast. He is today celebrating his 30th birthday. Yeah! You're so old, Cammy. <laughs> yeah, Cameron Barnes of the Red Hot Chili Pipers celebrating his 30th birthday. Very happy birthday to you, Cammy. And I hope you're having a great day. Alright, I wanted to give a mention this week to the Big Rab Show YouTube channel. Yes, each and every podcast I seem to be talking about it. But honestly, we are throwing a ton of content over there on our YouTube channel at the moment. The guys at the Big Rab Show team have been putting in an insane amount of work. And I have to say, it's amazing just watching these guys go to work. Uh, at the moment, I've had very little involvement this past week um but these guys have really took the ball and ran with it so shout out to andrew shilladay who has editing all of our videos and putting it together uh shout out to aaron McElwain, Deej mcintosh and alicia dixon hamilton all you guys in the rap show team have really been working very hard on these uh so this weekend in fact we are looking for where well, we're looking towards our drum majors and this one is in lurgan park <laughs> yeah for the sunny uk's Terrible, terrible conditions on the day. So it makes for an interesting video, actually, to see how our drum majors, our senior drum majors, actually manage to cope with the conditions on the day. And you can see how everyone changes their style and their approach to their performance in comparison to previous videos that we've done on our YouTube channel. It's very, very interesting. And, of course, we have expert commentary from Paula Paula Bonham, Paula Braden. Uh, We have Kevin Conquest. I I think we have Alicia on there as well. So, yeah, very interesting video coming up, folks. So go and check that out. It's up there. Well, should be this weekend on the Big Rab Show YouTube channel. Of course, in case you missed it, we had our Scottish Championship replay just last weekend, did tell you about it, told you to go and watch it. And yes, I got a ton of messages back from people saying, this is awesome. Yes, I told you it was going to be awesome. So go and have a watch at it. It's up there now. It's on the Big Rab Show YouTube channel. Again, just type it in, The Big Rab Show, and you'll find us. It's all over the place. And yeah, definitely click subscribe because we have got a ton more videos coming your way. Like I said, we're churning out the goodness over there on YouTube. And yeah, we did tell you, we'll be concentrating a lot on our YouTube content. And yeah, we're tuning our, churning out the piping goodness on the YouTubes. So that's where to go. Okay. Now, our Royal Scottish Pipe Band Association came out with a bit of a statement. Yay! We all cry. Now, we all love a good statement here on the Big Rab Show. We always love a statement to get our teeth into and talk all about in the podcast. This one is interesting. Now, we haven't heard anything, really, from RSPBA since the AGM. And now, all of a sudden, we have a statement. Dun, dun, dun. Now, I'm going to read this verbatim and give you my thoughts on it. <clears throat> it's going to be interesting. Well, on social media, they published, especially on Facebook, Grade 1 Pipe Majors and Lead Drummers. There you are. So, you're and yeah, you're addressing all Grade 1 people. The RSPBA... Music Board are pleased to inform that they have invited all Grade 1 pipe majors and lead drummers to be part of an information gathering conference. 
This will be around the format of the medley competition held at the Worlds. Okay. All right, moving on. This conference call will be held on the 15th of August. <laughs> what does that date sound familiar to anyone? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of giggling for a reason there. As this is a pipe major and lead drummer forum, the invitation is extended to those who hold these roles exclusively. So no interlopers. <laughs> An invitation has been sent to your band secretary, our contact person, and you must register and all of that, and you have to have your registration in with them by Monday the 3rd. Please contact kevin.riley at rspba.org. Yeah, you are. So this is to talk about the medley competition at the Worlds next year, I assume, because the 15th of August should have been the date for this year's Worlds. Yeah. Now, this is really interesting, and it does say in the comment itself that this is groundbreaking, and it is. The RSPBA very rarely, whenever making huge decisions or changes to events, very rarely ask the band's opinion. They normally, you know, get a suggestion from someone at an AGM saying, uh, I think we should all play, uh, you know, hornpipes and jigs instead of MSRs. And then it gets voted down, uh, normally. Uh, but this time, they're holding an open conference with all grade 1 PMs and LDs. Now, this is very interesting. And if anything, I would love to be a fly on the wall, so to speak, to see how this all will operate and will each band get a shout and just, yeah, I will all shake down. I think what makes it even more interesting is because of what Pipes Drums published last week. Whenever they did the exact same thing, they surveyed a lot of grade one bands and asked a load of questions. And there was last week's episode. Is it the O or is it the D when they're talking about the formation and everything? So, this is RSPBA doing the same on an official capacity. So, this could see fundamental changes to our medley competition in Grade 1. Now, whether it will just be for Grade 1 remains to be seen. I have to be honest, and this is my opinion on this, I'm kind of very disappointed that it's only Grade 1 is involved in this conversation. Sorry to say, guys, but... Yeah, Grade 1 is great and all, and obviously they're our top flight for a reason. But there's so many other grades. You know, there's Grade 2, Grade 3. You know, I'm not, you know, (laughs) I'm not telling you how many grades there are. You guys know. But do these bands not get a shout too? You know, if decisions made to change the Grade 1 medley competition has an effect on Grade 2 and Grade 3, do those bands not get a shout as well? You know, do they get an opportunity to dial into an online conference and give their two cents and what they think competitions should happen like? Um, I don't know. Whether there'll be future conferences to to address other grades or whether this one conference informed by the grade one guys will affect every other grade under it, I don't know. Uh, but it certainly begged the question. And that's one question we've been getting a lot in the Rab Show here is, uh, yeah, this conference is great and all. And yes, it is breaking new ground and it's great to see the rspba are actually you know taking the initiative here and trying to push the game forward but um they're neglecting a large chunk of their membership by neglecting to talk to all the rest of the grades and just concentrating on grade one now i do hope that this will be stop that rap got wrong 
I hope it'll be stuff that Rab got wrong and will suddenly be announcing there'll be a conference for Grade 2, conference for Grade 3A, 3B, etc, etc. I'm hoping that will be the case. But for now, they're just concentrating on Grade 1. Now, rest assured, after August the 15th, if there is anything that shakes down as a result of these discussions, we'll try and bring it here to the Big Rab Show podcast, as always. But you guys know the crack. Um, Normally what happens after these meetings is that you hear absolutely nothing. And then you get told at the very last minute, oh, yeah, did we not tell you? Oh, yes, we're not playing medley selections anymore. No, no, no. Everyone has to go in and play a ground of a peabrook and then go home. So you never know, I guess. But yeah, if we do have any developments from this online conference, from all the grade one pipe majors and lead tippers, then definitely we will let you know. So there you are. So that's a very interesting developing story, and we'll certainly keep track of that. There you are. As for our outstanding questions with regards to the finances and everything we've asked from Piping Press and all of that stuff, as you can imagine, the answer so far is no. We have had absolutely zero comment back from either RSPBA or indeed Piping Press, which is very disappointing. But we will hopefully... I don't know, we will continue to chase and try and get answers to the questions we have raised to give you guys your answers. But uh, to date, we've had bupkis. Absolutely nothing, I'm afraid. But we will keep on trying. Okay, I want to tell you actually about a brand new exciting product that launched this past week. It's called the Flux Blowpipe. Have you guys seen this thing online? Honestly, whenever I first seen it, I thought, ah, it's just a, it's a fancy blowpipe with a, a funny you know mouth on it and stuff to kind of fit better between your teeth or something and then i look more into it and to, oh no 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 this thing is a piece of engineering <laughs> it's really quite involved yeah the brand new flux blowpipe was designed by robbie mcisaac of course bagpiper with scottish power pipe band now he's a young entrepreneur and this is a brand new kind of a revolutionary product that is a moisture control product it's designed to fit every bagpipe, and honestly, it, it's, it's supposed to deal with the moisture problem in bagpipes more hygienically as to what's being done at the moment with water traps and stuff. Now, for more information on this, you guys can go and have a dig yourself. Go to fluxsolutions.co.uk, or you can check out uh, Scottish Power's social media. They have shared it out, of course, uh, all to do with the, the Flux blowpipe. It's really quite fascinating. What it is, there seems to be like metal... Uh, like two different metal chambers with holes in them and things. And the way it's it's described to work is that it's supposed to stimulate condensation and moisture within the blowpipe before it even gets to the bag. Now, that's something that's completely revolutionary. Uh, Everything that we do for moisture control happens in the bag. But this is happening in the blowpipe before it even gets through the stock. Now, everything... Apparently, it'll harness the the moisture and condense it and everything, and it'll keep it in what's called an absorption chamber. And I don't know; it's absolutely fascinating. And such I don't know a change, technological change like this, could really make a huge difference to a lot of people out there playing with high bags and stuff, and playing in humid climates, things like this, and need moisture control. I, this is one product that I'm definitely fascinated with, and um, yeah, I'm hopefully, if with a bit of luck, I might get a chat with Robbie on the show about this new product. But for now, guys, go and have a look for yourselves. I have no idea on pricing or how you can order it, anything like that. 
But just giving you a heads up, apparently it's available for pre-order from Monday the 27th, so that's in the past. You can pre-order yours now. Uh, just go to fluxsolutions.co.uk and check it all out. Uh, the Flux Blowpipe seems to be quite a fascinating product. So for those of you who are looking for possibly a more modern approach to the water trap and all of that, Hey, this is going to be well worth looking at, I feel. Definitely. I just love gadgets, you see. And things like this really ring my bell. I love gadgets. And so, yeah, a brand new gadget to hopefully help with moisture control. Definitely well worth looking at. Okay, I wanted to mention another great opportunity for drummers out there. Now, you guys know Rachel Tom, who is involved, of course, with Glasgow Polis Pipe Band and the British Drum Company. Well, Rachel is now offering one-to-one online lessons. What? (laughs) This is incredible. Yeah, so... Honestly, guys, if you're interested in having one-to-one lessons with possibly one of the best snare drummers in the world, then go and take this opportunity now when you can. You can email Rachel, of course, racheltomdrums at gmail.com is her email address. Or, of course, you can contact her on social media. Of course, you can get Rachel, of course, on Rachel Tom Drums on social media. And honestly, guys, this is an incredible opportunity to learn from one of the best in the business. And I've been following Rachel's career now for a good number of years and... Yeah, she's an incredible drummer, really knows her stuff. And yeah, if you just want to learn the stick or learn how to drum and how to hold a pair of sticks, of course, that's available. You can go and Rachel will take from bare bone basics all the way through to advanced. And so well worth checking out. So shout out to Rachel. What an awesome opportunity for drummers out there. Uh, So go and send Rachel an email if you are interested. RachelTonDrums at gmail.com. There you are. Okay, now there was another news story that broke this past while here in the UK specifically about new funding that has been awarded by the Scottish government for Scottish outdoor events. Yeah, now this really piqued our interest because we now know currently that our RSPBA are, hmm, they're in financial difficulty, let's just say. I know they say they're not and everything's tickety-boo. But we all know that they were depending on a competition season happening this year, which didn't happen. So that can't be good. Now, this recent announcement by the Scottish government announcing a £10 million fund to support Scottish events. Now, this was... You talk about a shot in the arm? Didn't I tell you there was some real positive news? Well, the Scottish government's £10 million funding package apparently aims to help event suppliers. Now, the government had said itself it was looking about all of the events and hopefully they could restart them but safely in the future. Now, of course, they're talking about huge music festivals and outdoor sports events and things like this, but also RSPBA pipe band competitions because they are large economic returns for certain areas within Scotland, so this can be a sound investment, it's felt. So the Economy Secretary, uh, Fiona Hislop, said that the coronavirus pandemic has had a devastating effect on the sector. Scotland's festival scene and sporting events such as Highland Games and all the rest have been among those affected by the restrictions brought in by the you know, prevention of COVID-19. She goes on to say, whilst they've had a positive step, the drive that drive-in events can resume. Most of the sector will still be unable to operate for some time to come. 
She also said in her statement, we've worked closely and constructively with the sector on the challenges they face and they have brought forward some creative ideas on how they can begin to operate safely. Now, whether this actually includes our own RSPBA remains to be seen. But what I'm thinking of is possibly huge events like uh, tea in the park. Um, there's just so many outdoor festivals. I don't know. I'm just going to start naming names of festivals now. But yeah, that's the events I'm thinking of are like this. So in addition to providing immediate support, some of this funding also will go towards bolstering innovation and hopefully aid in longer term recovery of the events industry. Now that came from the press statement. So the whole industry of outdoor events and everything you know, do obviously employ quite a number of people in Scotland and RSPBA being one of them and holding outdoor piping events, as you guys have heard, has had a bit of a knock. So hopefully this £10 million investment by the Scottish government will actually have an impact in our piping scene and hopefully try and bolster these events up. So come 2021, we will have a season to speak about. Now, it was rumoured a while ago that funding and finance was going to be a huge issue and that we might not see large open-scale public events in future at all. You know, so events like Tea in the Park or even Hogmanay or big open-air events like that might not be able to happen anymore. Well, now that the Scottish Government have taken this step, uh, I hope to say that this £10 million investment will actually help all of that. So, a very interesting development. Now, we haven't actually read anywhere specifically how it will affect our own piping scene on our RSPBA. But seeing how Highland Games and all of that were actually quoted in the press statement, that does suggest that the investment is going to them areas, such as piping competitions and Highland Games. So, that's very encouraging to see that these events will be supported by the Scottish Government, hopefully going through all of this uh, COVID-19, or as I call it, the COVID carry-on. So, yeah, very positive news, I think, with this investment by the Scottish Government. It shows that they see the value of outdoor events and the possible financial return that these events actually bring to the local area. And We've been talking about it before. You know, us piping fans travel around the world to all these events and we bring all our beer money with us. <laughs> so, yeah, it's definitely a positive step, I think. So if I do see any more on the development of this £10 million fund from the government and its application to our piping scene, I'll certainly be chatting to you guys all about it. Okay. Now, I did manage to say that Rachel Tom is giving online lessons. Well, Rachel, of course, is a featured drummer with the British Drum Company. Uh, she's a featured artist, I should say. Uh, I have to say a massive happy birthday to the Axial line. Yeah! <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah, happy birthday to Axial. It's really difficult, you know, to believe that the Axial drum has been out for an entire year. And we've yet to see it in competition, in a band circle, which is nearly heartbreaking, I suppose. This this season, 2020, was to be the year that everyone was to finally get to hear the axial drum in a drum corps, with a pipe corps playing with it, in a competition circle, and then seeing what the dudes with the clipboard think of it. And there was going to be such an interesting element, because we do know a number of cores... Drum corps around the UK have actually picked up these drums. And even in the US and Australia, Canada, there's a load of bands that have picked up these British drum co drums. And we were dead keen to see them on the grass and just to see how the results go, you know. Because we know now that 
you know, especially in the solo scene, that the British drum code drums can really cut the mustard and they can definitely do the business. But can they cut it in the band world? And that's, you know, we were supposed to see that this year. But thank you, COVID-19. Uh, that seems to be all I'm talking about. It's a stupid pandemic thing. But yes, it's kind of put a dampener on everything. So it's difficult to believe the Axial drum is now one year old. So happy birthday to Axial and to the guys at the British Drum Company. Never fear, guys. We'll be back on the grass before you know it. And we will hear a whole drum corps playing these things. Oh, baby. I can't wait. I can't wait. It's going to be so good. Anyway. Okay. I wanted to give a mention this week to the mighty St. Lawrence Atul. You. Go on, St. Lawrence. Now, the reason why I'm giving them a shout this week is because they've produced another one of their amazing, amazing videos. Yes, they performed the Highland, the Highland Wedding St. Lawrence style, they called it, which I really like. Uh, so go along, St. Lawrence Atul on social media. It's a cracking video. Now, actually, what they have on here, uh, they have 14 Murray Blair chanters playing on this recording. Uh, so they give, actually, a special thanks to Murray Blair for the chanters. So there's 14 Blair chanters, and apparently there's now a brand new St. Lawrence Atul practice chanter sound that you can download and use on your Blair chanter. Now, this is what makes the Blair Chanter so amazing. I remember chatting to Murray about this at Piping Live last year when he talked about the ability to download sounds, even well, for ourselves, you know, sponsored by G1. He said you can download a G1 Chanter and have it on your Blair, you know, your Blair Digital Chanter, which is simply amazing. So here we are now, we have the St. Lawrence Atul Practice Chanter Sound. You can actually download that practice chanter sound and actually play it on your Blair chanter. Isn't that amazing? So to go and check it out, the full video, of course, available on St. Lawrence Tools uh, social media. They've put it everywhere and for good reason. It's absolutely incredible. So thank you to the guys at St. Lawrence. A very entertaining video. Okay, speaking of entertaining videos, harking back to the Rab Show YouTube channel, our interview that we had with Gary Nimmo this last while on the podcasting is a couple of episodes ago now. Uh, we were chatting to Gary. That video has now reached our YouTube channel. So that was exclusive just to our Patreon members uh, initially, but it's now available on our YouTube channel for all of you to go back and watch. So if you'd like to see our beautiful faces chatting all about uh, the Vale of Athol and Gary's involvement and everything, then go and have a watch at that. It's on our YouTube channel. Awesome stuff. Okay, I wanted to give a little plug this week to a website called Play for Sheets. Plan for Sheets, bye. Now, we've mentioned Plan for Sheets quite a while ago, and yeah, it's quite an amazing service. All you do is record yourself playing a hornpipe, jig, reel, march, whatever you choose, and send it in to Play for Sheets. You pay them so much, and they actually give you a critique by some of the best in the piping and drumming game. It's quite an amazing service for those of us out there who are looking to improve our playing. And because we're not competing at the moment, we're not getting that critique from some of the best in the world. So this is an amazing service. So playforsheets.com actually put out a bit of an announcement recently that apparently their introductory prices is now over and they now have to rise, unfortunately. Now, they've told people not to worry. And if you've already submitted to the website that you're, you'll be charged your original price. But for everyone else that's coming in by the end of July, yeah, you should expect a price increase, unfortunately. But obviously, the website has been incredibly popular, and the amount of critique sheets that these guys have to churn out each week 
is increasing. So obviously they need to kind of ramp up the costs. You know what I mean? Because, yeah, they're frankly, they're churning out all these critics and everything. It's difficult. So they need more admin support, that kind of thing. So there you are. Go and check it out. Playforsheets.com. And, yeah, if you want to get your critique in, try and get it in before the end of July because that's when, yeah, the price increase happens. Okay. I wanted to give a mention to Flam5 this week. This company continues to churn out the goodness. Now, I did speak last week about their ear protectors that they're selling at the minute for just four quid. Honestly, a bargain. If you haven't got a copy, or a copy, if you haven't got these yet, the free postage and packing, and they're brilliant. They really work. I've I just used them. Here, they're in, they're in my pocket. See? Doing visual stuff on the radio. Yeah, um, so... <laughs> <laughs> these wee things are honestly the best and they really do help cut down and they're so cheap too two quid per ear well the reason why i'm chatting about flam flam five is they actually done a bit of an article recently where they spoke to fraser cosgrove now he's a bass drummer with lower clyde uh pipe bands and he actually suffers from tinnitus which is a real debilitating debilitating thing to have it's like a constant ringing in your ears and it never goes away and, uh, yeah, I have known people in the piping world who suffer from it. Some people had it in both ears. Some people just in one ear and stuff. And, yeah, it can honestly be crippling to some people. It's, honestly, it's horrific. So go and read that interview, actually, with Fraser. It's such an interesting insight into... He's an incredible bass drummer and a real top guy to start with. But, yeah, hearing his story about how he lives with tinnitus on a daily basis... And how he's kind of advising people to look after your ears. And these ear protectors, obviously, are, you know, are part of that. So definitely go and read the article. It's very interesting. And yeah, I've said it before here in the show that protecting our ears is important in the piping game. And, uh, you know, I do know there's that macho thing, you know. Oh, I don't need to wear ear protectors. Well, sorry, but you do. <laughs> Yeah, the, you know, I don't know. There is that macho thing. I don't need them. But then whenever you're in your 70s and 80s and you're deaf as a post, uh, yeah, yeah, you might have wished that you used them. So protect your ears, stay safe and all of that and check out Flam 5's interview with Fraser. Moving on, another news story. I have to give a shout this week to Kevin Metcalf. Now, everyone's wondering, who's Kevin Metcalf? Well, recently in a national newspaper here in the UK, there was a headline. Pipe down! Locals furious at elderly bagpiper who wakes them at 8am every morning by practicing on a beach. <laughs> and I said, yes, you legend! Well, they actually brought the story of this and oh, it's incredible. <clears throat> so this guy, Kevin Metcalf, he's 76 and he was keeping up his bagpipe practice through lockdown. And, yeah, during quiet stretches on the shoreline and a beach in Devon in the UK, he actually made his way out to the beach early in the morning and started practicing. But apparently a load of furious local residents were really not happy about it, getting woke up every morning with him practicing. So, yeah, to read the full story, it's all available now on The Sun website, is the newspaper that carried it, but it's now been caught by a lot of national newspapers, and it's around there everywhere. Uh, So I think some of the local residents have said, please be quiet. It's summer. People have windows open while trying to sleep. (laughs) Now, Keith actually said to the paper, he said, I go to various places early 
in the morning when there are just a few dog walkers and maybe a few swimmers on the beach. And the reaction that he usually gets from people, they come up to him and ask, can they film him? So Keith apparently started learning how to pipe when he was 15. Uh, and when his daughter was due to marry and they needed a piper for the wedding. So he learned how to play and to play Amazing Grace at his daughter's wedding. That's not class. So yeah, I think in his recent years, he's just been trying to keep up his proficient playing by practicing on the beach. And he's come under all sorts of dog's abuse. So I'm hoping that there's going to be a positive outcome to this story. I don't think it's went any further other than local residents are annoyed at him. Um, So (laughs) I wish him well. Keith, to me, you're an absolute legend. Keep practicing, mate. And if those noise complaints are coming in, getting people out of their bed, that's not a bad thing, mate. Definitely, I think it's a positive step. Anyway, (laughs) that was a real funny story. And it really made me smile. There you are. Okay. Can I just say, positive news in the bagpiping world is happening, and there's a lot of it. So right now, I'm actually going to take a break early this week. I'm going to go and grab myself a cup of tea, and we're going to look at some of the positive news stories that are in the bagpiping world. Now, that £10 million investment by the Scottish government is one of them, but there's more to come. But for now, it's time for me to get a big cup of tea. And I'll be right back after this. A1 Embroidery and Printing Producing some merchandise for some of the top bands in the piping game such as Phil Marshall Montgomery, St Lawrence Atul and ourselves The Big Rab Show For all of your embroidery and printing needs they have some extremely high quality garments such as hats, beanies, t-shirts, hoodies, soft shell jackets you name it, they can print it If your band is on the lookout for some exclusive merchandise offers, then contact them direct on their social media. A1 Embroidery and Printing. Check them out on Facebook. A1 Embroidery and Printing. If you can think it, they can print it. LoneStarPiper.com Serving the piping and drumming community in the United States for over 10 years. Featuring R.G. Hardy's full line of bagpipes, including Henderson's, and Gallic theme lines of kilts and doublets, and bespoke Highland wear, including sparns and cap badges. LoneStarPiper.com Offer tailored payment plans on any set of bagpipes. If your drum corps needs a new look, then they can help you. With a full custom design from Andante Drums and custom bass heads from Evans and Remo. Lone Star Piper will also be distributing the latest Axial line from the British Drum Company. If you have any questions about any of the major brands they carry, you can contact Jeremy at sales at LoneStarPiper.com. LoneStarPiper.com. Check them out. Yes, indeed. Welcome. This is the Big Rab Show podcast, and I'm right back again. Uh, see, I don't know. I go into the house and get myself a cup of tea, and I think everybody leaves. But keep forgetting, this isn't live. <laughs> but yeah, really enjoyed that cup, and let's get into some positive news, shall we? This week's podcast is actually quite packed. We have a number of interviews to bring you guys. But first of all, I want to get to some of the insanely positive news, and why I'm so happy, and why I'm so excited. Uh, Let's start with Shots, shall we? Shots and Dykehead Caledonia make the announcement that they're holding their prestigious solo competition online for 2020. Yes! 
Yeah, similar to other bands such as Cooper Angus and all the rest. Yes, Shots and Dykehead Caledonia are going to be holding their annual solo competition, but they're going to host it online. Wow. I have to say, wow, I'm so happy. Now, this event obviously is huge and it keeps getting bigger each and every year. We spoke to Emmett and Graham uh, on our interview with the guys from Shots and we chatted about this event and just how big it was getting and the, the plethora of sponsors that they get in, the prizes that are available and the same thing seems to be happening again. Shots are running this event online and again are attracting some big name sponsors. So for more information on this, you go to shotspipeband.com for all of the competition rules, all of your categories, how to get your entry forms in, all of that sort of stuff. Now, they will be announcing all the judges along with their associated sponsors all on their social media. So you can go and follow Shots on Facebook, Twitter and all that stuff and they're announcing it as they go along. Now, the one thing that they really want to stress is that your entries will close on the 31st of August. All right, so you, well, you basically have about a month now to get your entries into this competition. Now, this competition is really quite prestigious because of the prizes available. Now, from memory, from previous Shots and Dykehead competitions, is that if you won and you came in first place, you actually got a brand new set of pipes on some occasions. I think uh, Wallace Bagpipes, McCallum, different companies, RG Hardy. There's been a load of companies involved and they donate instruments to some of the, you know, the top prizes. So what's not to love? You know, go on and take part in an online competition and you could walk away with a brand new set of pipes or a new drum or something. Fantastic. So go and check it out. Shotspipeband.com and all your entries need to be in by the 31st of August. Then the deadline for uploading all of your videos is the 14th of September. So it's a two-stage process. Get your application in first of all and then get your video into them secondary. Secondary. There you go. I can just about talk. So there you are. For more information, Shotspipeband.com. All the details are up there now about their online competition that's coming up now. You are. Speaking of websites that I want you to go to, uh, yeah, I have to direct you to LoneStarPiper.com. They're actually doing something really quite exciting over there, along with all of the products and everything that you would normally expect to see on LoneStarPiper.com. They're actually putting something together that would be really quite useful for people. They're putting together a list of instructors so people can actually contact them. Uh, via LoneStarPiper.com. So anyone out there who's looking for an instructor, either in your local area or even be it online as well, go to LoneStarPiper.com. They're creating a bit of a, a list for everyone. So yeah, I think they're calling it Find an Instructor. So this would be quite an interesting service from Lone Star Piper. Definitely go and check that out if you're interested in finding a little bit of tuition. Yeah. Also, I have to give a mention to G1. Go on, G1! Yeah, G1 Reads actually on the 22nd of July put out a little bit of a video of Jock Elliott actually testing out a brand new batch of plug and play G1 Gold Chanters. Ooh, ooh, mint, absolutely mint. So that's all I'm going to say, but shout out to G1 Reads. It sounded incredible, and Jock Elliott played a storm, and the video just sounds class, and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go and check it out, gmonreach.com. Shout out to Jock Elliott. All right. Okay. So, positive news. We've had a £10 million investment from the Scottish government. Yes. Shots and Dykehead are holding an online competition. Yes. Kyle Warren's brand new book is out on the 1st of August. 
But we're not done. I did tell you, this is the week of positive news. And Piping Live is back! Yes! <laughs> oh my god! I was so excited when this news came out. I'm sorry to all the headphone listeners, I was just yelling at you. Piping Live is back, baby! I'm so happy. After reading the news back in April that Piping Live pulled the plug, honestly, it was like... Someone telling us that Christmas was cancelled. It's like walking into your lounge and just pulling the plug from the Christmas tree and saying, Nah, no Christmas for you this year, you wee skitter. Well, Piping Live is back. It's back and it's not back. <laughs> Does that make sense? Well, Piping Live announced this past week on the 23rd of July. Oh man, it just made my week and I have been bouncing about it ever since. Pipe and Live announced that they will be bringing their program of events, be it limited, online. Oh my god, I'm so happy about this. So, I had to get straight onto the phone and actually straight onto a Zoom call. And I actually got speaking with quite a legend in the piping world. Yeah, I managed to get chatting to Finlay MacDonald. So, welcome to the show, Mr. Finlay MacDonald. Finlay, how are you, sir? I'm very well, man. Good, good. Well, if anything, I have you on this week's show for a very good reason. Um, first of all, can I just say congratulations on your new appointment, the Director of Piping. That, that sounds like a very grand title. How, how have you found the new post? Um, well, thanks. I guess it's been a slightly strange to be taking on a new job with this, um, with the whole um, corrosion, but... Um, to be honest, I've enjoyed it. It's, it's, it's something I never thought of. You know, the whole piping you know, the cancellation of piping live and all, all these kind of things. But you know, it's it's one of these things we have to just crack on and, and you know, we're doing lots of new initiatives, for example. So I think in some ways the whole situation has you know we made us think about how we run the piping centre, but we've had to think differently. So it's been an interesting first couple of months. And um I'm sure it you know, has. I'm up yeah. for the challenge really. It's, 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 it's a, it's a big job, and, and I'm, I'm honoured to be doing this job. You know, it's something uh, I've been to the Pipe Centre. I reckon I was one of the first, if not the first, to ever get a lesson centre from Angus McDonald. So to think now that I'm, I'm doing this job from, from that stage is um, it's quite humbling, to be honest, and, and I'm kind of very proud to be doing it. There you are, indeed. So uh, that's it. You have been at the Piping Centre now since the early 2000s. So now to see you kind of progressing to be the boss of the place, that's bound to be quite a big deal for you, I'm sure. Yeah. As I, yep. I mean, I, as I see, I was, I was getting lessons from Pipe Major Angus at the, at the College of Piping. Um, and then that, that was about the same time, 95, 96, from the Piping. But um, big Angus said to me, come up in a new place and I went in and I got the pipes going and stuff. And that was before it was even, as I say, officially open. That was, they were still painting the walls and stuff like that at that time. <laughs> so and I remember, you know, Angus getting the pipes going and stuff. And at that time, it was a new venture. There was, you know, it, it was from the ground, you know, and, and done such an amazing job over the last 24 years to, to get the place where it is. So, I, you know... I always tell people I've got this kind of this mix of excitement and, and utter fear. It's a, it's a balance, you know, and it's, it's again it's the, the challenge I'm up for. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what we can do in the future. 
I have to chat to you about the reason I have you on this week's show, and that is Piping Live. We're back. Piping Live is back, and I'm so happy. Uh, you guys <laughs> dropped the news this past week uh, that you guys are actually going online now. Do you want to tell us yep. what went into that decision then, Philip? Yep. Well, obviously, one of the first things that was heartbreaking that we had to make the decision to cancel Pipe Live as we knew it. Um, you know, with all the other events being cancelled and the World Pipe Band Championships being cancelled, and just the whole safety concerns, we weren't really left with any option. Um, so we had to cancel. It's just it's become such a big part of the calendar, you know. Yeah. So we did add a caveat that if things were going to change significantly, then we might look at doing something. And we left it pretty open because we, we again we just don't know and we didn't know what we could do. So looking at what we could do safely, you know, uh, but also something that still shows the breadth of of the kind of the artistic scope of piping life. So we got to the stage a, a few weeks ago where we. You're pretty confident three events and some talks. So it's, it's a very rich programme, but I think it's a really cool thing. And again, it's about how we adapt moving forward. And this, we don't know where we'll be this time next year. So we have to just plan this as if this is what it is for We don't know what it's going to be next year, but there we go. Yeah. 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 So that's, it kicks off then with the Silver Chamber then. And that, that that's right. is and the opening of everything, yeah. It is, yeah. And again, just to let you know about how, that, how that's going to work, each player, and we've worked this out absolutely to a T, arrives at an allocated time. They get taken to a tuning room and they have to remain in that room or you know, thereabouts. Mm-hmm. And then they'll be floated up to the, the hall and then play. That room gets cleaned and tidied and safe. They'll do their performance at a social distance. All the crowd and guys and and the judge will be PPE'd up, and then they'll leave, and the next person will get a rotation. So it is absolutely live. You'll be hearing the best players, you know, um, yeah, Jack yeah. Lee, Stuart Little, Ian Spears, um, Jamie Forrester. Um, so it's a great... Sorry, no, that was last year's. I'm looking, I'm looking at the wrong thing here. So this year, we've got Sarah um, Fredson, mm-hmm. Callum Bowen, Stuart Little, Connor Sinclair and Ian Spears, so, you know, it doesn't get much better than that. No, certainly not, yeah, and what a way to kick off the event, if you don't mind me saying, that's quite a start. Oh, yeah, it's amazing, yeah, and we're really pleased, all, all the Pipers have been really supportive and, um, you know, they're, they're all really buying into this as well, so I think it's, as you say, a great start to the festival. Definitely. But then rolling forward from the Silver Chandler, then we have what's next is the, the Pipers of the World talks where you have people on every day. And this, these are open then. These, these aren't ticketed. This is open to the public, this one. This is open, yeah. I mean, again, we, we, we've had to make some tough decisions around the festival this year. Um, and, you know, one of them is that we've had to explain the situation and, you know, musicians that need people's crew that he's paid and there's all these things that bring this music moving forward. Mm-hmm. Um, but also part of Pipe and Live always has been the free performances that, that we have, like at the street cafe or, or the parades yeah. and different different talks. So discussions and talks and, and you know there's a slight educational side to this and that you know anyone that's interested in different piping traditions can learn about it through the talks. They can come in and ask questions themselves. So I'll I'll be host but um, through the software we're using anyone 
who's considered to open, ask questions, and it should be a nice kind of discussion around these, you know, great different uh, piping traditions. Yeah, that, I'm looking forward to it actually. Because well, one of the ones, obviously, me being an Northern Irishman, is on the Monday. You're talking to Louise, Louise Mulligan about Irish piping. Yes. All sorts of interested in that yeah. one, but you also cover the likes of Breton, Bulgarian. Yeah, this looks all sorts of fascinating, Finley. I'm looking forward yeah. to that. No, me too. And it's um, it's great. You know, it's one of the the perks of the job that I get to speak to really interesting people and learn myself about about their own their traditions. You know. Indeed. So that's one for the people who don't want to buy tickets, but uh, trust me, I think everyone's going to want to buy tickets for all of these events because I am so I happy. Yeah, I'm so happy about the Alistair Gillis Memorial recital. It's still happening. Oh, that just made my weekend. <laughs> I mean, this this event's been it's the crown of piping live for a long time. And I did it the, the, a long time ago. And um, as a, and a slightly different guy, but you know, I think honouring somebody like Alistair with this competition is is really important. And it's always so well. It's always probably up there with the best nights of piping I've ever heard in my life. Just each player just getting better and better. And I don't know how anyone can can judge that. You know, it's just I think the end for me is that it's not just a an MSR or a Peabrook. It's they've got half an hour, you know. And yes, they'll have to play a a ground of a Peabrook and an MSR, but it's, then you start hearing the real character coming through and what style they're playing and what style things that they start coming out with. It's just absolutely, it's a great night, you know. Um, and again, we've got a great lineup. Uh, Roddy McLeod, so so chuffed that Roddy's doing this. Um, and Colin Bowman and Connor Sinclair. So, again, you know, the players speak for themselves there and, you know, the, the vast experience and, and musical kind of mastery that these guys have is just brilliant. That, that's going to be an, an amazing night, you know. Definitely, yeah. There's some pedigree on that lineup there and, yeah, I think what's something there for everyone, you know. Fantastic. I'm so happy that event's happening. But then, I have to say, to close things off, is one of your old bands, actually. The mighty Owl Blind Dogs. The Owl Blind Dogs, that's it. Man, I'm so excited for that. These guys can put on a show. I've, I've uh, seen them live before. I'm so excited for this. Yeah. I'm really happy. Um, we had the, the dogs booked anyway to do the, the Friday night at the Drygate, which we oh. normally would have done. Um, so again, we're, we're trying to kind of commit to the bands that we'd, we'd booked in the first place that we could safely you know, put on as a gig. And I folks were up for it. And great band, as you say. Great songs, you know, great songs, great tunes, great arrangements. The crack's good. You know, I'm sure it's going to be an absolute belter of a night. Um, I might even join them for a few years myself. Nice. So have me. <laughs> good stuff. <laughs> yeah, so for anyone who's ever seen the old Blind Dogs live, you're, you're going to know what to expect. But for those who haven't, you need to go and see these guys. This is going to be one heck of a crescendo, I think, for Pipe and Live. Absolutely. Now, I was going to say, for people who want to get tickets, you can buy individual tickets for each of these events, but you can get a pack that does all three, which is 25 quid. And honestly, you would pay 25 quid to see one of those. Honestly. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I agree, and I think it's something that we have to support these events now. And it's you know, it, there's a very 
there's a very stark bottom line that we have to meet, and that's you know we have you know we have to support artists, we have to support the pipers, the musicians, the support staff. You know that when you see an, an event like this happening, it always amazes me. When I before I started working at the piping centre or the piping live, I did lots of gigs all over the world, and I thought you just turned up and played. You know, like like you know, or if you go to a gig, you turn up and you think this is great. This is a nice venue. The sounds good. The lighting's good. The, all these things, but you suddenly realise the work that goes behind the scenes for mm. support. One one piper going on stage and playing for half an hour is hundreds of hours of work behind the scenes. You know, so that's that's where we have to really think um, sensibly about this. And we've tried to make the pricing accessible. You know, ten quid for. But one of these shows, I think, is amazing value, and twenty-five pounds for the week to me is um, amazing. As you said, yeah. you, you would pay that easily to go and see one one of these nights. So, Definitely. hopefully, it's it's going to get people engaged because we're, we're aware also that there's been a, a a dry summer in terms of piping and drumming, and we're just really trying to engage people and, and get give give something exciting for for August. You know that indeed. Yeah. It won't replace piping live, but it's something that's just there and it makes everyone know that we're still here and we're still we're still going, we're still operating. That's it exactly. So for those of you who are wondering just what we were looking at there now, that's the Piping Live website. That's where you go and grab tickets. And like we were saying, twenty-five quid for all of that is nothing, you know, in the grand scheme of things. Honestly, if we, if I was a tenant piping live if the pandemic never happens, I would happily pay twenty-five quid to get into any one of those. So, yep. yeah. But really? can I say a massive, massive thank you from all of us piping fans? We're so happy that piping live is still happening. It's amazing. Well, that's that's why we're here, and we're really happy we can do something. And you know, hopefully, we'll all get together and have a couple of pints next year, and you know, move it forward again. And I'll be hopefully we'll be back to some kind of normal, you know, whatever normal is. But we'll we'll be together. You know, sure. That's hopefully yeah. the plan. So there has been little rumours and stuff that we might have a big rap show live next year at Piping Live. Okay. Who knows? I might have Who to talk to Jack Elliott about that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good night. Good for you. I'm sure we can talk about that. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, there you go. But I'm all sorts of excited just to get back and meet everyone again. I'm sure that's been a big thing of it too. You know, the whole social element of Piping Live was massive. Totally. Yeah. But you know, you think about our street cafe, but that's that's developed into an amazing venue, really. Yeah, I love looking out that week, and it could be any of the days, and you see pipers, literally from all pipers and drummers from all over the world, they're, they're having a crack, they're maybe having a few beers, they're listening to some music, and to me, that's like that's the absolute essence of piping life. Yeah, you know, that's that's the heart of it. It's the social side, you know, and that's you know that's why we all play music. You know, we love to you know, play the music for music's sake, but it's, it's the people that make it. 100%. Yeah, I can't agree more. I can't agree more. Yeah. So before I let you go, though, Finley, uh, piping live and everything aside, I've got some big rap show staples I need to ask yeah. you. Uh, number one on the list is, what's your favourite cheese? Well, um, I think I'm going to have to go with Parmesan. Oh, Parmesan. We haven't had Parmesan before. Yes. That's a I good love one. It. Like, um, I used to play a lot in Italy and... You know, we always think about Parmesan as something you just shave onto a bolognese or something. Yeah, like yeah. But they don't uh, actually eat it in, in slices. And I think 
a nice glass of dry white wine and a Ooh. few slices of um, Parmesan, uh, just bubbly. So yeah, now you're talking. Now you're talking. Now you're talking. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> so you can try that for lunch today. I think I might. I'm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so with all of your storied history in piping, um, has there been one moment that you could say that that's quite awesome? One standout, memorable moment. Oh, geez. Um, it's so hard. I mean, there's, there's, there's so many, as you know. Um, mm. You'd be the same yourself. But in terms of scale, um, we talked about the kind of the collaboration things I've, I've done in the past. A few years ago now, it must have been 2014 or 15, I, I was asked to do the headline slot at Teen the Park with Biffy Clyro in the rock band. Wow. Um, so <laughs> I did that. that. That was pretty special. There was 90,000 people there. And um, at the very end of the night, I got and played a tune with them to finish their, their set off. And oh that was pretty. God. That was pretty epic. You know, that was a pretty, pretty epic gig in terms of scale. You know. Yeah, I couldn't even imagine that amount of people watching. It's a, oh, it's a, it's a lot of folk, you know. Yeah, and you'd be amazed. The things that go through your head at that point, you're just about to strike the pipes up. You know, I, and it's like, please work, please work, please work. <laughs> and it starts going there. You go. I hope I've not got a read in the bag. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> There's that fear. And then as soon as the pipes go, it's like, right, okay. Yeah. That's fine. In terms of scale, that was that was pretty incredible. But, you know, some of the, some of the best music I've enjoyed playing has been, you know, with me and one or two mates sat on the table playing music and having a crack. And, you know, that's, to me, that's as important and as special as, you know, playing a huge gig cup. Yeah. Just, again, that the people element of music, I think, is what excites me the most. As, as, about, as we were just saying, the social side of it, yeah, it's so important, yeah. yeah. So can I ask then, you were talking about a read in the bag, has there been any real embarrassing moments that you've went through? What, any memorable too many. Ones? There's too many to discuss. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh, but that's, like, that's it. it would, whenever I ask this question, I think Emmett Conway told us a story once about how he broke a bass drone uh, in a yep. taxi cab, and he's still getting stick about it nowadays. Oh, I, I mean, I remember once actually going back to the play band thing. Um, I can't remember what year, but I, I was playing in the quartets, the piping life, yeah, the, the piping, you know, the pipe international quartets, mm-hmm. and anyone who's done that knows that's a real nervy gig. You know, because you're high, high pressure, yeah. High pressure, you're totally exposed. You know, the things that go through your mind when you're normally playing a pipe band kind of are, are magnified because it's just a four of you. Yeah. Um, I remember that it was going great and we're tuning up in the back and it was sounding great. And I did the fatal thing. I started enjoying it as I was playing the, the Master Spain Reel. Uh-oh. And it was sounding great. We all had the cane on the sheepskin and it was sounding magic and Play away, and we got to the real Charlie's Welcome, mm. and I was just having a great time. I was thinking, like, this is this is rocking. We're, we're doing great here, and I just started to enjoy it too much and stopped concentrating, and I made a huge blooter into the third or fourth part. Oh, and oh. it was one of these ones. It was just like I just wanted the ground to open up and swallow me <laughs> up. And Chris and his kind of, you know, he just looked at me. <laughs> I was playing, and I caught it back again. And I was just thinking, and that so that for me was one of the one of the bad. Bloaters, you know, but oh. I guess that's 
that's the way it goes, eh? It happens the best of them, you know, it happens the best of all of us, you know? Yeah. As you say, say I, was, I was dropped for the mail, the, the <laughs> Oh goodness, and and it just takes that one second. Of just, I, it, honestly, I, I remember, I remember it as clear as day. I was just thinking, this is great. I'm really enjoying this. Oh, done. And, and there it goes. Yeah, there goes that performance. Yeah. Oh goodness. So Finley, again, thank you for taking the time to chat to us. Really appreciate it. And again, thanks. thanks for having me. On behalf of all of us on the Rab Show and all the piping audience, thank you for bringing back piping live. We're so well, appreciative. It's a pleasure, and I hope to see you all virtually over the over the week. Oh, I I have the week booked off from work now. You're going to have to, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to chase me away. I can't wait. Yeah. So Excellent. everyone, everyone watching this right now, go to pipeandlive.co.uk. Grab your tickets for all of the events, not just one of them, because there's so much great piping action coming your way. These Finley, thank you so much for taking the time to chat to me. Thank you. Thanks, Rob. Cheers. Wow. There you have it. Finlay McDonald there. And uh, yeah, apologies for some of the poor quality at times. We were having some connection issues and things there. Uh, internet problems on my end and on his end as well. It was just a collection of errors. But we really hope that you enjoyed that interview. Matt, I cannot tell you just how exciting this is and just how brilliant it is to see that piping live is still happening. It really means the world to all of us piping and drummer fans. It Oh, so incredible. And yeah, honestly, I think I said it during that interview, 25, 25 quid for all three ticketed events is honestly nothing. And you should really go to pipeandlive.co.uk now, grab your ticket for this. Uh, I already have my ticket purchased, by the way. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to try and keep me away. It's such incredible news. And it's just, yeah, thank you to everyone involved at the Pipe and Live Festival. And to Finley for taking the time to chat to us here on the podcast. It's just epic. I'm so excited. I cannot wait for the start of this thing. On the 8th of August, I will be glued to my laptop and no one's going to tear me away from it. I, yeah, I'm going to book the week off. And that's it. No one bother Rab. He's enjoying piping live in his kitchen. <laughs> Next to the fridge where the beer is. So, yeah, hope you guys will be joining in all of that and catching all the incredible piping action. There'll be a lot of it coming from Piping Live, which is so good. So good. Anyway, guys, let's move on. Let's move on. Uh, yeah, I'm going to take another break at this stage. I know, a podcast with two breaks in it. Rab, you're getting lazy. But no, I'm taking a break for a very good reason. Because we have this week's topic of the week coming up. So, believe it or not, I'm going to go in the house, get a wee drop of mineral, as they say here, or a soda, as they say in the US. Uh, aye, I'm going to get a wee mouthful, and I'll be back um, with this week's topic of the week. <laughs> the British Drum Company is a young player in the drumming world that has established its reputation as a manufacturer of exceptional drum kits, and it's now turning its attention to the bagpiping world. The world of pipe band drumming is represented by the Axial Range. Launched in August 2019 with innovative features developed alongside British Drum Co. International Marching Specialist Jim Kilpatrick, MBA. The stunning Axial Range was then selected by the Grade 1 Drum Corps of Glasgow Police Pipe Band for the 2020 season. British Drum Co. drums are all handmade 
Made by craftsmen in Stockport in the UK, the build quality and attention to every detail is second to none. Contributing to British Drum Co.'s reputation as artisan makers of some of the finest drums available today. These drums are available only through approved British Drum Co. specialist dealers. For more information on all British Drum Co. products, please visit BritishDrumCo.com or follow on Facebook, Instagram or Twitter. The British Drum Company. Look amazing, sound amazing, feel amazing. Hi, this is Ross Ainsley and you're listening to The Big Rab Show. <laughs> I'm back again. Yes, indeed, it's time for Topic of the Week. And this week, we have quite an incredible interview to bring you guys. Now, recently, you guys know that I was a judge on the Cooper Angus online piping and drumming solo competition. And, well, this week, I'm actually bringing you guys an interview with the pipe major. Mr. Callum Douglas. We get to hear all about his involvement with Cooper Angus and all the rest, and what his favourite cheese is, of course, and all of that stuff. But I have to say a massive thank you to Callum for actually taking the time. And, I, you know, sometimes these interviews can be a bit bothersome. People are busy, especially Callum. He's an incredibly busy man. And so, yeah, taking the time to chat to us, it's just brilliant. So, guys, without further ado, let's introduce to the podcast, Mr. Callum Douglas. So, welcome to the show, Callum Douglas. How are you, Callum? Are you well? I'm very good, Rob. Thanks yourself. Oh, the best I. Or should I say, pipe, pipe major, Callum? To give you your full title, you know. Oh, none of that. None of that. <laughs> <laughs> because, of course, the reason I have you on is because I wanted to talk to you all about Cooper Angus and how you guys are progressing through the ranks at the moment. You guys have been having quite a good run of things this last while. Aye, it's been it's been great fun considering the circumstances of the way that everything's been going on at the moment. Um, Due to COVID, we've still managed to have... Sorry, I'm just going to let this dog out, Rob. Sorry, two seconds. No worries, man. That's barking at us. Um, <laughs> we're, um, due to everything... Sorry about that. All of us just going after that. Um, we're, um, due to everything that's been going on, we've still managed to have great crack on the Zooms and managing to get great lessons on the go, managing to focus on everything great. So, yeah, it's been good fun. Good fun. And if anything, I've been hanging out with you guys socially, like yeah, as part of one of your Zoom quizzes and stuff, which, yeah. man, it took me a week to recover from the hangover. <laughs> That's what happens when you drink two bottles of whiskey, Rob. Jeez, it was rough. <laughs> I, yeah, the best crack, though. Have you guys been having good. those regularly, have you? I, we did thing? a couple of them. We started off doing the quizzes, and uh, and it was good fun, but it was too much, too much uh, organisation to do it, and we just decided we just wanted to drink in the end, but... Those yeah, sometimes yeah. finish at 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock in the morning, and it's not so good. The, yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> I think you were up to about that time, the one I you had, were up to. I had to wave the white flag eventually, like, ah, I can't do it anymore. <laughs> Sorry, guys, I'm away. Yeah. So that, that was going to be my number one question, is how have you guys been coping with lockdown? But it seems to be you've been thriving during lockdown, yeah. really. Well, we've been, at, personally, I think that, speaking for the band, I think that in a way that, COVID actually could be the best thing that's ever happened to Kuprangas, really, because a lot of and a lot of other bands will experience this as well, where um, a lot of, we've had a lot of members join, and we've probably had upwards of fifteen people probably joining the band since since the start of lockdown, which is great. Wow. Yeah. Um, and it's just maybe that maybe just that thing of maybe people are they've got nothing to do and they're like, well, I want to take up the pipes again or something to do when they're looking forward to it, missing it. Mm. Um, so, so that, and then we've been we've been doing all lessons over Zoom, um, private lessons on Zoom, um, which I'm sure a lot of other people are doing as well. But I think that is 
the best thing that, that, that we could have had because especially in a 4B band, everyone learns at different rates and everyone learns at yeah. different speeds. Mm-hmm. So when I'm at band, normally I don't normally have the chance to sit down with everyone individually and manage to work on their strengths and their skills. Um, whereas now I can spend as much or as little time as anyone needs um, to get them to the point of where we are. And, yeah, it's been good. So that whole teaching process over Zoom, it does have its difficulties though. You know, it's not without its problems. Like myself, I'm learning how to pipe at the minute, thanks yeah. to Andrew Shelley. And we actually find that trying to teach me how to tune pipes, I actually have to stop the Zoom recording and actually send him a video so he can do it properly. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, challenges like that. I show we don't we're, we're not um, I think playing the pipes on on Zoom would be absolute carnage, so I'm not, yeah. I'm not, even, I'm not even going to try it. Um, yeah. It's the same thing where we're going around in a circle. I mean, we're starting to do group ones now where everyone's playing individually in a, mm-hmm. in a group, so we can just take the numbers down a wee bit um, and, and volume of lessons. But um, no, we've just been working on channels and everything's been fine. Sometimes you get someone where obviously a connection that sounds like they're playing at 865 beats per minute and then two beats per minute the next time. But no, it's fine. It's grand. It's grand. There you go. So, well, is there any plans at the minute for you guys at Cooper Angus to group back up again? We've seen bands recently having outdoor practices and stuff. Yeah. You guys going to so, do something the same? Yeah, so a week on Tuesday... Uh, not this Tuesday coming, but the Tuesday after, we're hoping to get out to our hall, and uh, we've got, bought lots of PPE, so we're all prepared, safe as anything, obviously. Um, and we're just just going to try and get as much as we can in, do it in different groups. We've, we've got quite a lot of pipers, quite a lot of drummers, so we're going to have to probably split it into two, uh, two different band practices, which is fine, but I can't wait. I'm really looking forward to it. It's been too long. There you go, I'm sure, yeah. Everyone's itching to get back to practice, which I find kind of funny because we haven't much to practice for at no, the moment. I know. You know? I know. But it's one of those things, though, isn't it, that, that um, you've got to make the most of it where it is because if you don't, then you're just going to be in the same situation as where you were this time last year. And then yeah. it just, it just it treat it as like a, a double long winter, isn't it? Just as long as you can, that's it. Exactly, exactly. And yeah, I think you mentioned it to me one time before that, you know, don't take it for granted that other bands are just having a break. Other bands are working too, you know. So that's a message for everyone listening right now. If you aren't practicing, you aren't working, you know, you're missing a trick. Definitely. Mm -hmm. So with 2020 now being all but cancelled, was there anything in particular for this season that you were really looking forward to? I was just, we had quite a lot of new players coming into the band that were, um, we had a new, a new leading drummer as well, Danny Brown. Mm. Um, we had a, a solid pipe course, solid drum course, and we were just really looking to get out and enjoy ourselves and just have a good laugh and see how we got on. But um, like I say, it's not the biggest loss in the world because the band's got come stronger um, as of it anyway, so... Um, I'm pretty tough, but yeah, going out and getting a beer in the beer tent and having a laugh with your mates and that as well would be, it'd be good. The social side of it certainly totally, is. Totally. If, if anything, I've learned about a new drink thanks to one of your members. Uh, I think it was a oh, yeah. mad, mad Dog. Yeah, Chloe Mad Dog and, 2020, yeah. I'm surprised I've never heard of that actually, Rob. Never heard of it, no. Did you manage to find it in the shops? I haven't found it yet, no. I have to admit, I haven't, really been, I haven't been really looking. Yeah. Looking it just looks like rocket fuel in a bottle. It's actually quite good, Rob. Hi. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the connoisseur. 
<laughs> I'm going to have to try this for sure. Yeah, yeah I do. So you guys in 4B, obviously we have a lot of bands who would listen in the United States in grade 5 and 4A, and they would have big problems with recruitment and stuff yeah. like that. Have you guys ever found that, you know, any difficulties with recruiting? And that you've said you got a whole dose of new members recently? Mm-hmm. So we, we have, we, like over the past year, few years, we had a, maybe a couple of seasons ago, we had a wee problem with, with recruiting. And it was harder, especially in this area, there's quite quite a lot of pipe bands in this area. And a lot of other people will find that as well, that in their areas as well, that's kind of that thing that you're like, ah, no, no many folk in here. So we kind of just... Kind of put it out there. We did quite a lot of social media. We do lots and lots of social media. Danny and the band does a great job of that. Mm. And um, we do, and we just a lot of the time it's just people messages saying, "Can we come down to practice?" And so so be it. And then if they want to come down and have a laugh, and that's what it is. But yeah, I mean, going on social media is hundred percent the best thing that we've ever done for recruitment. I think that's where we've had the majority of and then just uh, having a laugh in that and people want to come to your band if you just enjoy yourself and play good tunes. There you go because I've on, honestly being 100% honest with myself you guys are well known to have a good, have a good time at competitions <laughs> and you guys are you know you obviously enjoy what you do and mm-hmm. that has to be a big draw for people you know yeah. they get possibly burnt out playing at the top flight they just want to party and play tunes, you know, and have a good time. And yeah. I'm not saying Cooper Angus is a party band, but no, we can be. Yeah, no, I think we've got. I think we've actually got a perfect balance at the moment. I think that's the way it's going to go ahead. That that we're as chilled out as you want, and we'll have such a great laugh for everyone. And and doesn't matter what we're doing, where we are, we'll always have the best laugh. And I always say I'm so lucky to have. Everyone in the band is like your best pal and everyone just gets on. There's nobody in the band that doesn't get on, which is amazing. Um, and then but at the same time, everyone works really hard to get that end result. And, and, and that's all that, all that you can ask for, all that I can ask for, certainly. Yeah, so recruiting and all that aside, what is the motivation then for Cooper Angus? Are you guys looking to climb that ladder and get to the top flight then? Is that the challenge? I, I'd love nothing more, Rob. That would be an absolute dream to be able to take my dad's band up. But um, uh, yeah, that that's the dream, and we just need to work hard and, and see how we get on. I suppose, yeah. But it would be good to do that, certainly. The future is bright. I think the future is bright. Really uh, so, it. can I ask some questions then about yourself, personally, sure, and your your own piping history and all the rest? How did you get started out then? So, my dad, actually, who you've met, Kevin Douglas, that was, um, he um, started Cooper Angus 20 years ago. He was in the Gordon Highlanders, and he actually bought me a chanter when I was four, I think, four years old, I think it was, yeah. Mm. And then um, I decided I wanted to play the tenor drum. Ah, okay. Yeah, okay. There's, there's good photos there. You'll see them on Facebook and stuff <laughs> like that. For my birthday, every, you'll see hundreds of them, but um, <laughs> they're awful. Um and then, yeah, and then I come back onto the pipes and then it's just been that ever since and um, fell out of love with it for a wee while and then back into it again. So, yeah, it was good. Indeed. You actually make your living from it as well. Am I right in saying that? Yeah, so, yeah, I, I teach I teach um, quite a lot at the moment. I'm teaching quite a lot at the moment and I also have um, the Bagpipe Maintenance Company as well um, where I just do a, a various amount of jobs and refurbishment of bagpipes and maintenance workshops and things like that. Yeah. Some quite skilled stuff though, you know, you're kind of underselling yourself a bit there. Nah. <laughs> you, you can take a real ragtag set and make them look incredible. 
Yeah, well, yeah, I hope so. Yeah, there's some there's some good sets I've had in the past, and um, and you can it's a, a great achievement to be able to look at a set of pipes when you've taken them up from from nothing to something something that someone's had in the attic for forty years and you've got to make them sound incredible. Yeah, yeah, no, that's certainly a skill set. So if anyone has any refurb work to do, give Callum a shout. He'll sort you. That would be great. Thank you. <laughs> So during your time then in piping and drumming, um, has there been any one figure that you could say is like an inspiration to yourself and your playing? Yeah, so you could say a, a couple really, but a bit more prominent probably is, um, or was Gordon Duncan. Um, Gordon was from this area. Um, we know Ian well, he stays, his brother Ian, he stays up the road. And um, Gordon just was just one of those players that was just absolutely incredible at anything that he, he turned his hand to, really, yeah. and a real um, innovation to the piping world. Um, but also at the same time as that, managing to have fun and managing to um, be that motivation and inspiration to the kids like there's there's a, a documentary I remember watching and people have told me before that like he used to come go down with the grade one band in the morning and come back up with the kids band at night and play the tunes there and I just think mm-hmm. stuff like that is just absolutely incredible I just think it's great yeah. I think it's a well storied history I think and uh, I think yeah. well there's Ross Ainsley Ali Hutton there's yeah. been a, a wealth of players that have been under that tutelage mm. so yeah I have to agree but, yeah, yeah. What, a, what a legend definitely the best definitely right. <laughs> so throughout well again I'm asking about your own piping career um, yeah. has there been any one standout moment for yourself personally in piping and drumming you thought to yourself wow that's quite <laughs> awesome well, uh, standout moments, yeah, probably um, playing for uh, in grade one for the first time, Windvereary. I think that was probably, yeah, that's 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 a moment that's hard to forget, yeah, I suppose. Walking into that circle and just looking around you going, where am I? <laughs> Everything yeah. just blends out, like you can't hear, see, <laughs> yeah. But no, yeah, that or, or, or as well, I suppose, and another one um, is just being able to take like the, the band that my dad started, 28 years ago I think um, he'll, he'll tell you it was three years ago like, but it was 20 years ago yeah. but, um, yeah, and then you take, take them up to the line and, and just being able to just again just sit with everyone that you're there coming off and everyone's your best mate and it's just fantastic, it's just the best, best time Brilliant stuff. So rolling forward then, we hope there's going to be plenty of more memorable moments for you guys at Cooper Angus, what, what do you think 2021 will hold for you guys then? 2021, I hope, will give us a good time, some good tunes, some good, me- amazing memories, um, to have, just to all have the best time that we possibly can, while doing the best job that we possibly can at the same time, and uh, and maybe maybe do some get some silverware hopefully, but we'll see we'll see how we get on. Do you know, Callum, that's possibly the best answer I've ever had to that question. You know, we just want to go out and have fun and. Yeah, normally it's about, oh, we want to win the Scottish, we want to win yeah. the Euros. But you guys just want to go ahead and enjoy playing tunes. And I think there's, that's one of the biggest things I get from of Cooper. Of course. Angus. There's no point, there's no point in, in doing... Pipe band's a hobby at the end of the day. It's not your, not your job. You don't have to do it. So if you can make it as enjoyable as you can while you're there, while still trying to perform at your best that you can all the time, then that's the main thing, isn't it? Exactly, exactly. So you guys recently ran an online competition, which mm. I don't know why, but you had me involved in the whole thing. <laughs> you did great, Rob. It was fantastic. 
Thank so, you so much for doing that. Not at all. Yeah. How did you find the whole process of running a competition? That's fine. Like yeah, it was. Kind of, we, we just kind of had the idea, planned it for a couple of weeks. It was uh, me and Tam Barnes that were doing it. Um, mm. And there was a lot of late nights and a lot of no sleep and a lot of doing a lot of things. But it was really, really fan, a, a fantastic way to, uh, to, to get some funds for the juvenile band and the senior band that we've got in the band there. And um, it was amazing to see all the different players that were coming in. We had some incredible judges, which the support that the band had actually from from all over the place, whether it be sponsorship or judges like yourself. Um, it was just incredible, really, really good that, that they're all supporting the band so well. So it was good fun, yeah. And you had well over 700 plus entries. 150, I think it was. Were you, were you expecting that many? No, not, we, uh, <laughs> no, not at all. But we certainly weren't expecting it for just me and Tam doing it either, right? Because yeah. we just kept them coming in. But it was funny because we were sitting maybe at about I don't know, 300 or something on the second last day or last day. And then just overnight, we woke up and it was up at 750. It was just mad, absolute madness. <laughs> but um, no, we weren't expecting it. But to get that, it was just absolutely fantastic. Yeah, yeah it is. And, and if anything, I have to say, it was incredibly well run. Uh, you guys behind the scenes made our jobs as judges very easy. And uh, yeah, I think even for the punters enjoying it at home, they really enjoyed it too. I'm good. So, I'm glad. Yeah, really. I think you did tease it during the announcement of the results and everything that you might do another one. Any works I, and, you know, anything else? I, <laughs> yeah, so um, we'll plan to do one next year, maybe um, maybe a, a, a January, maybe February time one. Um, but we're also helping out with, uh, with, with another couple of competitions as well. One of them being the, the Shots and Dykehead competition as well. We're helping those guys out with their, yes. um, their stuff there. Um, and it's, just give me a phone because I just think it's absolutely fantastic that there's so many of these competitions to keep everyone busy at the moment. It's, it's yeah. great. It's oh, just it is. Great. It is a way of keeping the music alive for people. You know, oh. it's a, I think it's fantastic. Definitely. So. Now that you guys have that experience, I'm sure the next one will be even better. And as yeah. you say, you're now helping other bands run theirs as well. So that's, you know, yeah. fantastic. Yeah. I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. I hope it is bigger and better next year. Yeah. And yeah, if anyone needs, it was just, just a wee bit of help to just time it and stuff, just helping them, telling them how we've done it. It was pretty, pretty straightforward, but just a lot of monotonous work. So oh, that's it. A lot of admin behind it the scenes. Is, yeah. yeah. So and a f- couple of final questions just before I let you go. You are a teacher. Uh, and you teach a lot of people from various different abilities. Mm-hmm. I'm learning myself, um, so yeah. I'm going to grill you now. Have you got any tips for anyone lifting the chander for the first time? First time. Mm. So a lot of it, the, the way that I always say is that you're never going to be able to learn that in the first week or first two weeks, first month, first two months. Every time, it's like anything. You keep going back to it and you get better and you have that goal and you push yourself to make that little tiny wee goal, whether it be in a grey snow or a barrel or whatever it is. And then if you can push yourself to that goal, then move on to the next one until you've got it. Sus. But it's not going to take, it's not going to, Rome wasn't built in the day. <laughs> That's what I'm finding. And if anything, <clears throat> making that transition from yeah. practice chatter to pipes now, it's like I've had to learn the whole thing over again. That's true. Yeah, it's hundred but you could be a world <laughs> champion on the practice center, but be rubbish at the pipe. But um easy, yeah, yeah, no easy, no easy. But it's like that thing again, just the more you work at it, the easier it'll get. Muscle memory is huge in piping. 
absolutely huge in five and a half. That's it, yeah. Surprise yourself sometimes with, with what you go back to and how you get on, yeah. That's it. So you, you kind of think that you, you snap into automatic pilot, that kind of thing? Aye, so yeah, practice enough so that you go into autopilot and then you don't need to... You yeah, thinking what you're having for your dinner that night while playing Clumsy Lover or something. Yeah. Yeah. Remember to repeat the parts. And that's it, <laughs> exactly. Rem- remember where you are. Yeah, that's yeah. it. That's some good advice there, yeah. So we have some big rab show staples that we need to ask you, Callum. Okay. Um, what is your favourite cheese? My favourite cheese? Mozzarella, actually. Ooh. Buffalo mozzarella. That's what I'm on at the moment. I haven't heard that. I don't know what the difference is between buffalo and normal mozzarella. I think it's... Do you know the one that's in a bag? And it's like got... a barbecue kind of kick to it or something? No, it's not. No, I don't think so. I think it's just I think maybe buffalo milk. Ooh. Maybe that's what it is. It's good. That could be interesting. There that's you go. Good. Oh, it's good. Yeah. Matter on that, it's good. Also, uh, yellow flashes. Yes or no? Yellow flashes? Yellow flashes. What kind of yellow? Fluorescent or aye. mustard? <laughs> Fluorescent. Oh, aye. Though, the brightest oh, yellow ice. you can get. Yeah. Totally, that's nice, yeah. 100%. You would rock the yellow flashes, yeah? You're right, I reckon Cooper Angus would be up for that. I reckon most of the guys in the would be up for that. Awesome stuff. Uh, I I don't know where I am with the yellow flashes. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So, pineapple on pizza, yes or no? Get in the bin. No way. Thank you. No way. No. Are you people on here that have said pineapple on pizza is good? (sighs) Got no business being on there, like. I don't understand those people. I don't understand it either. Anyway, and yes, another big rap show staple then is what has been your most embarrassing moment in piping and drumming? Is there any one moment that stands out? Yes. That's a big question. Uh, you'd have to think about that. There's, there's been numerous. There's been quite a few, to be fair, but I don't think a lot of them probably could say on this on the big rap show. Oh, oh, okay. Um, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I don't know. Uh, probably um, at the British one year, I fell down a hill, um, and, I lo- and, uh, and it was raining, and mm. I head to toe and gutters with pints all over me, and that probably that was. Oh, I was, uh, was alright though. Back up and. I didn't mean to fall over. Right. Were you playing at the time, or were you just walking? No, we'd come off. We'd come off, and it, it was just the first, the first uh, pint of lager that we were about to go and get in the beer tent, and I went right down the hall. Good. Yeah, right oh. down it with a whole, the whole lot. Yeah, no, probably a lot more embarrassing moments than that, but I'd have to have a think about that. <laughs> oh, amazing! Good well, evening. Callum, I want to wish yourself and everyone at Cooper Angus Band the very best for the future. Thank you so much, Rob. I really uh, appreciate that. We're dead excited to see you back on the grass again. We can't wait. Yeah, we can't wait either. Have you got any kind of musical surprises for us, piping fans? Is there any tunes in there that we should be perhaps no, listening to? Uh, yeah. We've got. We've actually got some. Um, Obviously, in four B, it's not very um, not very exciting as we can only play four two fours. But um, we've actually got a really musical um, musical set, and we've got quite a lot of harmonies through it and stuff, and a wee reprise and that. So it's it, it's exciting to hear it, and yeah. just hope that when we get back to band, everyone's learnt their seconds and stuff <laughs> like that, and then we'll be that'll be fine. Indeed. Well, Count, I'll let you go. Thank you Thank so much you for chatting to us. Yeah. No worries at all. Thank you awesome. so much. Send my best to everyone. Oh, I will nice. do Rob. Cheers. <laughs> See you later. And there you have it. Callum there, an absolute legend. Thank you so much for taking the time to chat to us. And a shout out to all of the guys there. Cooper Angus. Go on, the Angus. You. 
Awesome stuff. And uh, was it the Mad Dog 50-50? I still have yet to get a bottle of that. I'm still looking for it. So, <clears throat> yeah. But honestly, thank you to Callum for taking the time to chat to us. Thank you as well to Finley McDonald for taking the time to chat to us as well. For those of you who are interested in supporting us, of course you can do, because videos of both of those interviews are available now on our Patreon page. So you guys who are supporting us on Patreon, you may well have already seen or even heard these interviews that we brought you on this week's podcast. So there you are. If you would like to support us and go and see those videos, they're available now up on our Patreon page. And every click of support means the world. And to anyone else, actually, who would like to feature on our show, then definitely get in contact with us. And interviews like this, we could definitely bring to the podcast. And we do get criticized sometimes for focusing on grade one. So that's why we really wanted to focus on a band lower down. And this is one from 4B, Cooper Angus. One of the, yeah, we love Cooper Angus and all of they've done in recent years. They've had an absolutely outstanding run this last while. So it's great to be able to feature them on this week's podcast. So shout out to the Angus. You. So, like I said, if you're a band or that, if you would like to have a feature on the Rab Show podcast and you think you guys have an interesting story to tell or even just to come on for a bit of crack and banter, why not? Give us a shout. Email us, bigrabshow at gmail.com. No matter your band, where you are geographically or your grade, any of that kind of stuff, get in contact with us. Like I said, we are the show for the bagpiping folk and we want to chat to you. Yeah, your involvement in the piping scene How have you been coping with lockdown? And of course, the important questions. Does pineapple belong on pizza? Uh, Yeah, that's really kind of... I don't know. Put the cat amongst the pigeons, I suppose. A lot of people love pineapple on pizza, but uh, those people are savages. Savages! Uh, anyway, Grant, I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode. It's been a real pleasure to put together, actually. So it's such, such positive news happening in the piping world. We have had some tragic loss, however, and some negative, but we do feel that the return of Piping Live is such a huge bonus. And, uh, yeah, the Shots and Dykehead, they're running their competition. There's a lot of good in the piping world, and there's a lot of positive work ongoing as well by our own association and stuff. I think things are starting to turn. Things are, you know, they've been doom and gloom now for too long. And we've been moaning and groaning on each episode here talking about how rubbish it is. It's just brilliant to be able to bring you such a positive episode this week. You know, all the positive work and goings on behind the scenes at Cooper Angus. Those guys are, yeah, just having the best time. As Callum says there, perhaps lockdown could have been the best thing that ever happened to the band. And also to hear from Finley as well and... Yeah, the return of Piping Live. If this week's podcast hasn't put a smile on your face, I don't know. There's something wrong. (laughs) Anyway, guys, like I said, if you would like to get in contact with us, please do. Your commentary, your interaction with us is the lifeblood of the show. And without your comments and all the rest, we would have no show. So email us, bigrabshow at gmail.com. Or, of course, you can contact us on social media at any time. You can get us on our Facebook page or indeed our Twitter as well, at Big Rab Show. Or, of course, our YouTube channel. We're all over the place. Yeah, there's a million different ways you can contact us. Apart from Carrier Pigeon, because I've got the windows closed. Until next week, guys, we'll see you right here on the Big Rab Show podcast for another podcasting goodness and hopefully a ton more positive piping stories. Until then, we'll see you next week. All the best. Well, that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. 
Thanks so much for downloading this week. And a special thanks to our sponsors, G1 Reads. Played by bands around the world, including our two-time world champions in Vararian District. Don't forget to check out TheBigRabShow.com to be kept up to date on all the latest news and views from around the piping world. Plus, of course, check us out on Patreon and become part of the Patreon faithful. For just $5 a month, get your hands on tons of extra piping goodness. So until next week, folks, we'll see you right here on The Big Rab Show Podcast. All the best. <laughs>